you're familiar with audio stuff. A little bit. Yeah, you do, you play guitar and stuff. Yeah, right? but uh, the days that I used to play was whoever's amps the loudest uh, was the one that was heard, you know. And later later in the years, uh, a lot of the band guy that I play with, and they started looping it into a PA system. But before that, it was okay. just have to get louder than the drums <laughs> and then try to mix it yourself through the amp. Yep, yep. <laughs> so you don't do you hearken back to the ZZ Top days? Is that where the... No, it's uh, <laughs> it's my goal to achieve a uh, uh, mall Santa one day. Dude, how are you not there yet? Well, I'm not old enough. Oh, it's got gotta it. be gray. Got it. So you're just waiting for it to... Age. Baby powder. I think if you put baby powder in there. A little spray paint. Maybe some spackle. Welcome to Shoot the Breeze, a podcast that celebrates the messiness of life, relationships, and Christianity. Featuring my wife, Lacey, and myself, Nathan. It's creatively titled because it will be just us shooting the breeze, uh, sometimes with guests, while occasionally saying something important. We hope you enjoy. Got my buddy Cole here, and... Uh, I'm 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 excited to so I grew up. Here's why I'm excited to talk to you. Okay. I grew up. My dad was a pastor. I grew up in the church. Yeah. My lingo is all church, like it's all Christianese stuff. And so whenever I get, uh, I'm able to talk to someone who didn't grow up in that culture. I'm yeah. like, oh man, I want to know your words because <laughs> mine are mine are. I feel like nerdy, but I don't know. Like, so, how did you? Yeah, how did you grow up? Yeah, um, uh, single mother, obviously, okay. uh, as we've talked before. Um, my dad died when I was three. Um, what did he die of? Or he, how did he die? He uh, he actually was involved in a construction accident, which, okay. oddly enough, everybody that knew him thought that was the furthest thing that w- could have occurred to him. Mm. Uh, you know, he he was a real rough biker. Okay. Um, during the seventies, uh, clearly that was a time of of hardcore, you know, interactions in the biker groups and yeah. so on and so forth. So, was he like Hell's, he, Hell's he, Angels biker? No. Well, uh, he was never patched out. He's what they call an independent. Okay. So he rode with uh, some yeah some serious groups, not okay. Hell's Angels because that was more uh, what is that West Coast, I guess. Oh, okay. Okay. But he was in Texas and and in in Missouri. He's originally from Missouri. My dad's side of the family is. So there were some pretty hard groups up there, like the Galloping Gooses, and of course the Banditos down here. And okay. there's some other various groups that he he was uh, affiliated with. And yeah, so he he was the real deal. Um, pretty pretty intense man, and okay. pretty scary, honestly. And a lot of the stories I've heard, it's a pretty scary individual. Mm-hmm. So he got, uh, he turned around, lighted a cigarette on the job site, concrete wall fell on him, paralyzed him for three years. Um, they tried to bring him back, but to include his biker buddies rolling his Harley Davidson through the hallways of a hospital and <laughs> starting it in the middle of the hospital, uh, which got some uh, heart rates up, but he was paralyzed, and grand- grandmother says he could move his left eyebrow, but hmm. that was about it. And, the doctors said otherwise. Okay. And then he died of pneumonia. Okay. At the age okay. of three. So obviously mom was involved in that lifestyle. Yeah. A child of the seventies, you know. And um and she still had friends kind of that were wild and crazy. Um she was a runaway as a kid. Uh, still a lot of those people I know today, mm-hmm. her friends were became my friends because I was always around, you know. Okay. So so she, when did, how old was she when she ran away? I think she was 16. Okay. Something of that nature. Okay. Yeah. Maybe a little younger, <clears throat> but some, somewhere around there. Yeah. Okay. So you grew grew up in a pretty rough, uh, non, non, uh, nuclear family. Yes. Ameri- Americana family. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you would say that. I would say I grew up. Not rough. My mom, excellent mother, um, <laughs> she did everything that she thought was right. She never pawned me off. Okay. Nothing of that nature. Okay. I mean, I was always there. Yeah. 
Uh, now, the life I live now, there's sometimes I probably shouldn't have been involved in things. Yeah. But uh, I think that she did. Um, I think she did the best she could. She knew. And, yeah. She and, knew. And she definitely loved me. Yeah. So. Yeah. I was 100% uh, blessed by that. Okay. Yeah. So what would you say is probably some of the biggest, you know, you're, you're, you're part of our men's group. Yeah. You attend Cultivate Church. Um, what would you say is some of the strangest or, or from what we would consider mm -hmm. those of us in the church? Yeah. Some of the crazy, like strangest things that you, you're like, no, this is, this is normal. This is what. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, like we've talked many times, yeah. uh, I think I had a uh, heavy influence of uh, over-sexualization of everything. Okay. Uh, it's funny, me and Jim have even talked about that. You know, if you even sit down and listen, you know, to some old rock and roll, it seems like uh, you'd be hard-pressed to find a song that doesn't include some sort of sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. To include mostly sex, you know? Uh, little songs like... Down on Main Street, Bob Seger, you know, I mean, I mm -hmm. love that song, but to dive into the lyrics, you're like, wow, that's, that's, that's pretty <laughs> oh, rough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's, you know what's funny is back then, like, your classic rock and you know, all that stuff, it's all metaphorical, I feel like, or a lot of it was metaphorical. Yeah. And then nowadays, it's just like, oh, nope, I know exactly what they're talking about yeah. because they just said it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like there was some kind of, like... <laughs> There was some poetry to it. There was some, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Nowadays, it's yeah. just to the point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think that was, that. Uh, if I was to describe the difference between how I grew up and uh, what I would perceive a person in the church growing mm -hmm. up would be, yeah, is that um, it, the over-sexualization of things have, became an issue in my life, or I should say, were brought to my attention mm -hmm. as a real con life concern. And mm -hmm. uh, honestly, just here recently, within the past year. How did so? What would you like? How like? What was your life like? I mean, that's kind of like I think what I'm. Because yeah, you, you and I have talked, but yeah. I think to give some to bring some clarity for our, our further conversation, like. Um, just so, what were some of the normal things that were around you that you witnessed or, or that you were like, like, yeah, like you yeah. said. This is... Well, I think like, uh, so for instance, like growing up, it was always my mom and her friends, you know, mm -hmm. which, which are my friends as well. Right. Uh, just a generation, uh, multiple, gener well, one generation apart. Uh, but, you know, they were, like I said, I think they were youth of the 70s and and they i think indulged and had a good time when they got together and mm -hmm. up until their 40s and 50s some some of them even now today in their mm -hmm. 60s um so uh yeah i mean us kids got together we'd go to the lake a lot okay none of us had a lot of money so it, vacations were camping yeah uh did you grow up here in in Texas or where? Yeah, yeah in Texas. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Hill Most, Country area. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, out in this area. Okay. A little bit when I was I was born in Fort Stockton. Uh, grew up for four or five years in Houston when I was young. Okay. And then yeah, in the, in the central Texas okay. area. Okay. So the Hill Country. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I I think uh, I was no stranger to drugs and alcohol. Mm -hmm. It wasn't. Excuse me. It wasn't uh, presented to me. Yeah. Uh, my mom tried to shield me from that. Yeah. Uh, she wasn't involved in all that alcohol. Excuse me. But no drugs. Okay. Okay. Um, and how old, sorry, how old was she when she... Had me? Yeah. 24. Oh, okay. So it wasn't like... Yeah. She ran away, boom. No. There's Cole. No, okay. No. <clears throat> um, so, you know, she, she did a real good job of shielding me from it, but she was honest with me. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and again, I think looking back now, I think honesty is important. Mm -hmm. I also think context is important in how mm -hmm. you deliver that stuff. Right. Um, I I think that I was just in it. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I had lots of experience growing up of what not to do. Yeah. Drugs were, uh, I mean, smoking a pot was everywhere, right? Right. 
Uh, Barely even counts anymore. Nowadays, (laughs) that's right. Um, But, you know, cocaine, uh, lots of pills, stuff of that nature. Like I said, my mom was never into that stuff, but it was always around me. It was always some of her friends and, and, and people that I knew and grown up around. In fact, I remember some of the times where I had first seen people that I knew, but they could barely speak or walk. Mm. Not like having a few drinks, but they mm. were totally different people. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a real reckoning when you're like, wow, you know, they're out of their mind. Yeah. You know, they're messed up. So did you, so you said you really didn't get into that side of it. No, but, but I never. your friends did, right? Oh, yeah. My friends how, definitely did. How did yeah. you not? Like, what, what was it that you were like, hard pass on that? You know, uh. Mom had a real good friend. His name's Joe Smuck, and he's uh, like a father figure to me, really. Um, He he was one of the guys his mom had known forever, and he was a runaway. They all Mm -hmm. lived together in an abandoned home in Houston. And um, so he was always a not having a dad, a pretty big influence on me. Okay, and he never indulged in any of that stuff, drugs. That Mm -hmm. is. And he always he always had this coolness about him that I thought of as uh, something, and everybody always went to him like, "Hey, it's Joe, Joe's the man," kind of thing. And, and I admired that, and I think that I pulled a lot of that. I don't need to do that stuff mm-hmm. to uh, air quotes be cool. Yeah, you know, yeah. especially as a young teenager. So I didn't get involved in that. I mean, don't get me wrong, I, I had smoked pot and, and and stuff like that, but uh, no, nothing hard, nothing of that okay. nature. And uh-huh. then, and then went through my teenage years and it wasn't for me so it was it was joe's influence on you Mm -hmm. um what what would you say you know when you look back and your mindset looking at joe like what was it that you're like i see something different or there's something different or whatever how you would describe it i think well he i never i didn't have strong father figures you know i I have a guy, his name, he's my dad. I still call him my dad. Yeah. His name's Skip, and he lives in Houston. Him and my mom are married since from four to nine. Okay. And then um, he always stayed in contact with me. He always wanted me to come down and spend the summers with him, and I, you know, and he took care of me, and I loved him for that. Yeah. Um, he didn't ever have any kids himself, um, biological, that is. Um, and then uh, John, you met John. The other night at Cultivate. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Him and my mom were together since I was nine, ten. Okay, okay. When we moved here, uh, and we're still, he's still in our life today, you okay. know. Uh, they're not together anymore, but uh, he's a, he's uh, somebody very dear to me. Um, Seems like a great guy. Great guy. Yeah. And and, and, a, and a man that's uh, always had a Christian upbringing, mm. uh, as he's, I don't want to speak too much for him, but as he says... He veered from it in the 70s. Okay. And then uh, later in his life, uh, in the past 10 years, I guess, he really found the Lord or reconnected with the Lord and okay. and got closer with him. And yeah, he's a he's a he's a big influence for me in my walk with, uh, yeah. with the Lord now. Yeah. Okay. I talk to him a lot. Yeah. About this stuff like that. Minus the times that we talk <laughs> and all that other stuff. Yeah. So so. So I guess to the point what you were yeah, asking. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I'm veering. But it's it shoot it shoot the breeze. Yeah, it's but Joe <laughs> was always cool to me because he uh, he growing up on a small <laughs> farm. Me going over to his house, I spent a lot of time at their house. His mm-hmm. wife Charmaine, I spent a lots of time there. I mean, we lived close. I was always there in the summers and uh, weekends and during weekdays sometimes after yeah. school. And so he would, I would. He always had tasks. We always built things, mechanical things. You know, we worked on things, and he taught mm-hmm. me to work with my hands a lot, and uh, taught me a lot of great sk- life skills. So that's yeah. important. Yeah, it is. He's a he's a great guy. Um, him also not having any biological yeah. kids himself. Okay. So I was. He. Well, he shies a... from that. Like the, he, you know, he calls me his friend, but you know. It's a little more important than that. Yeah, I, was, I was like, yeah. it sounds like even more, more along the lines of like an adoptive kind of a dad. Yeah, I mean, he took me under his wing. Yeah. And uh, even though some of the things, <laughs> when I was growing up, I remember my mom and my grandmother both saying things of the nature like, 
oh, you're doing stuff like Joe, you know, and kind of cringing. That's <laughs> oh, no. just funny now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you you brought up a huge point of of being able to, you know, I'm 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 uh, I would say I would be less manly looking than you are. <laughs> um, but some of those things, so uh, between just going, getting outside, working with your hands, not, uh, I never was into like video game stuff. Like that's just not, not me, my reality. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> and I look at some people who like that is their escape. That's their that's hobbies. Yeah. And I'm like. To me, I, you we never, number one, we couldn't afford it growing up. Mm-hmm. And so me and my brothers would just go outside and play and whack at each other with ninja swords. Yeah. True story. My dad bought us samurai oh, swords. Oh, I thought you were going to say IE sticks. No, no, no. Real like, swords. No, real swords. <laughs> no, and so my mom, <laughs> my mom would get phone calls from neighbors like, hey, your sons are up on the roof. And she's like, yeah, no, I know. I hear them. But they have swords, and I hear metal clanging <laughs> and so we'd be like sword fighting up on our roof <laughs> but what do this weekend we sword fought on the yeah. roof <laughs> there there was only one time i uh my brother was really uh egging me on and i i went after him with my sword thankfully he was he was very fast and put a door in front of him wow that's, anyways well that's great. i had some anger issues <laughs> no but it's it, you're right it's so important these lessons that I think guys in general, um, you know, some of the men that I, I look up to in my growing up years were very much like a, a jack of all trades. Is mm-hmm. that what it is? Yeah, jack of all trades. Um, and th- I mean, they, that's where I learned a lot of stuff was a youth pastor, different guys that would take me up, you know, under their wing. And um, there there was, I think, a, a twofold. One, it, it got me away from, you know, just binge watching TV or like I said, even video games or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then two, learning learning skills, learning creativity, learning how to how to do these weird things. I mean honestly, um I don't know, a lot of how I fix things around the house is <laughs> is more common sense stuff because yeah. Yeah. not that I learned how to actually fix something, but it's like, well, I mean if a connects to B, and okay, that's how it would go. Yeah. What um, you know, as you as you've talked to guys, and as you've you have kids, how many kids yeah. do you have? So that's a long, drawn out story. Um, <laughs> but no, I we have uh, me and my wife have soon to be four. Congratulations, yeah. by the way. Yeah, thank you. We You're have welcome. three boys. Okay. Uh, Mikey's ten. And Gabe's eight, and Baron is two okay. from January. Yeah. And then uh, a baby on the way. We're hoping for a healthy baby, regardless of gender, but it would be cool if it was a girl. Uh, yeah, that's right. You're, you're wanting a girl. Yeah. Yeah. So with your boys, mm-hmm. what are some things that you're, you know, not like, well, as a man, you got to do this. But, like, yeah. what is it you're like, man, I want to make sure that I I at least do well trying to teach them this yeah yeah Yeah, i think uh i think it's really important to me now uh specifically not having that it's a i wouldn't say it's a i don't want to use that word burden but it's a lot of weight i guess Mm -hmm. and probably a lot of it i put on myself but it's an important task for me to raise uh godly good young men it's important for me to do that. What would you What would you define as as success with that? Like as you as you see them get older. Yeah. What What are some um, like what are some check marks or checkpoints that you're like, okay, I think I did well there. Uh, I would say uh, short to anger, hmm. love and compassion, um, free thinker. Mm-hmm. Uh, not being afraid of hard work. Okay. Um, and of course, uh, <clears throat> I believe in God. I think it's mm-hmm. really important. It's really important for me for that. How do you, how do you balance? I'm still trying to learn this, so if you have advice, please give it to me. Oh, how do you balance teaching? So I, I only have girls. 
Mm-hmm. But I, I imagine as as boys, there you feel probably an extra weight of balancing. Hey, you gotta be compassionate. You gotta love, but then also raising up men who protect, raising up men who defend the helpless. Who? How do you? How do you raise a kid that way? Balancing love, grace, compassion with and stand up for what's right. Stand up for. Yeah, you know, um, I think the some of the things we always talk about, you know, obviously the big topic nowadays is bullying and so on and so forth. Yeah. But when you have two, uh, I'm pretty sure our men's group, we just bully each other. Yeah. I think that's. How... Let me find something to poke at you about. <laughs> yeah. and I'm gonna continue. Here's a prayer request. Oh, good, and that's also something we're gonna make fun of yeah, you for. Exactly. <laughs> a weakness, great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that, you know, like, uh, the, the specifically the two oldest, right? I mean, it's siblings. This is something I'm learning. This is something I've actually learned from my wife because mm. she has five older brothers. Oh, okay. Um, her being the youngest. Uh, and, you know, they pick at each other constantly. So I actually am able to use that uh, as, hey, would how did that make you feel, mm-hmm. you know, you know, kind of scenario. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, when you did that, do you see how your brother's feeling over there? I try to use that kind of real-life stuff. But more importantly, I think uh, I give them lots of affection. Hmm. I, I, I'm an affectionate person anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, our family's kind of huggers and so on and so forth. So even the men, uh, you know, some we have a lot of Marine Corps uh, vets in my family uh, as well as construction side. Yeah. So, But there's a lot of hugging going on. There's a I love you, you know. Yeah. Um, so, Which is not, I would say that's not the norm of at least the families I know who who are in construction or friends of my in construction yeah. or military. You quite the opposite, you know, very yeah. stoic, very. Well, my my, my yeah. biological grandfather, my papa, uh, he was a pretty hard man. Okay. Oh uh, yeah, I mean he was yeah. Okay. I mean, you did things the right way, or you knew about it real quick. <laughs> Uh, yeah. To include uh, how to roll up an extension cord, there's a right way and there's a wrong way. And the right way is the way he taught you. If you don't do it that way, then you're going to know about it. Now, as a musician, mm-hmm. and you work in construction now, mm-hmm. I- I'll be honest, I-, I do feel like there's a right and wrong way. I agree. Okay. I don't know if that's slightly biased because that's the way I was taught and learned my whole life. <laughs> No, but it's like regardless, you, there it's my way and it's the right you, way. You you no, you like when I see people wind up cords and they're all like Yeah, yeah, it's irritating. I'm like, no, you roll you roll the natural mm-hmm. bend of the cord. You allow it to flow. Yeah. yeah. And you know this with, with audio equipment. You you roll it with the electrical uh, wire. Everything has anything. an a natural yeah. curl, curl mm-hmm. you know, to it. So when I see people just like <clears throat> like reaming it around their, mm-hmm. their um elbow and I'm like, oh, oh and that's where the short's going to go. Well, and specifically <laughs> if you're in a band, that's where you get tripped on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that yeah. chord is doing this number. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. No, it's driving me crazy. Um, but, but yeah, no, I, sorry. The, the boys, uh, lots of affection. Um, I, I have sometimes an ability to have uh, um, short temper. Okay. So I really tried to get that in check um, because I see some of my family upbringing of short to temper, mm-hmm. which is not good. It's just not. And so I try to keep that in check. My wife is wonderful. She's mm-hmm. um, um, soft spoken and, mm-hmm. and, and very mellow. And so she kind of. Obviously, my yin and my yang, you know. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, we uh, she's able to usually get me, hey, just a look. And then I'm like, all right, I need to chill out yeah. a little bit. But but to teach them not to be that way. What do you do? What do you do? What, what, what do you do when you're when you're amped uh, out? What do usually, you do? I, have a, I have a pretty aggressive voice, I've been told, by okay. multiple people. So it's me telling, saying something, but extremely aggressive. Yeah. No, no, no. What do you do? What do you do to like when you when you see Hannah, your wife? I got yeah. I usually walk away. You got to okay, okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah, when she's like, "Hey, I got this" or something of that nature, yeah. I'm like, mm. "That's when I have to, you know, shut down." 
Okay. Well, and, and like, do you do you go off to decompress? Kind of. Yeah. What, what do you do to help you? Nothing. Just I just I usually just chill out for a second and then I go okay. back in. Okay. Um. Yeah. That that's always it's always not good, you know. And, mm-hmm. and that's why it's one thing I want uh, the boys to have is short temper. Mm. Cooler heads always prevail. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. This is one of the many resources we make available for free at our website, cultivaterelationships.com. Our resources have helped people grow in their relationship with God and others. Uh, We've seen people set free from uncontrollable anger and paralyzing fear. We've witnessed estranged family members be reunited after working through our freedom booklet. We've helped people build healthy relationship and coping habits through our coaching videos. And all of these resources are made available for free because of the generous support of people like you. If you would like to become a partner, please visit cultivaterelationships.com slash support. Now, I hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. How do you balance, um, because I... I agree with that. Like, but also you see, you see, I'm going to completely stereotype, okay? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Boys, grown boys today, and I feel like there is also not a, an anchor that grounds them. Mm -hmm. And so... Uh, like honestly, just seeing even in the college ministry where we worked at like a decade ago, um, you see these guys growing up and they're just like, oh, whatever, you know, like th- having zero spine or anchor. No, yeah. So how do you? How are you as you're raising your boys, raising them with hey, that love, compassion, not not quick to anger, mm-hmm. but also instilling within them there is a there is a standard that you have to not live by like i don't want to say behavior yeah. perform but that's not what i'm getting at but it's recognizing hey there is right and wrong and when you see wrong done you don't go over and just give it a hug and it'll be fine like how do I guess I do, do you yeah. understand what I'm? Yeah, I, I I think the because honestly, Cole, when I met you, you come off you were we hugged. Yeah, you come off as a guy, and and one of the things that I respect about you is a guy who does who is emotional, who is who is a um I, I don't mean that negative, I mean like, yeah. hey, you can feel, you can hug, you can be affectionate, and also you come off as a guy's like, hey. I don't want to do anything wrong around him. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be, Yeah. Uh, I don't want to. Not well, I don't that know I don't... if that's a compliment or no, 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 not <laughs> something I need to work on. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's one of those, like, because I think that's, that is, as I look at, honestly, either both the church and then outside the church, that's me personally. What I see is lacking is a guy who's compassionate, affectionate, and kind of one of those like reach around bop you on the back of the head like we don't do that that's inappropriate <clears throat> no yeah. that's wrong like do you see what i'm saying yeah yeah i i, I think uh willing willing to correct maybe is a not that you're angry or, or abusive but it's it's the hey here there is a standard and yeah no absolutely i mean <clears throat> like i said growing up i had you know i had my mom and i and i had some other influences but a significant influence in my life was also my grandmother, you know, and mm. she was, uh, and my mom and my grandmother, um, face value polar opposites in a lot of mm. ways. Now, obviously, it's their mom and a, a daughter, so yep. there's so many similarities there. But, <laughs> but the truth is, um, my grandmother's a very strong woman. Okay. Um, grew up really hard okay um has you know the old story when you uh 
when you would walk to school uphill both ways, barefoot in the <laughs> snow, she literally lived that life. Yeah. Uh, she has a story of when she got her first pair of shoes. I, I'm maybe getting this wrong. But it was, I think it was like in sixth grade or something of that nature. Her first pair of brand new shoes she ever received, it was in the wintertime, and she walked home barefoot because she didn't want to get them wet. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, I mean, she she grew up pretty hard, you know. Yeah. So a lot of the things that I have, when then that, that I'm like, there's rights and there's wrongs, you know, those kind of guidelines, uh, more, you know, just eating at the table, how you sit, you know, manners. I really learned a lot mm-hmm. of those things from from her. Mm-hmm. You know, she they were pretty strict. Yeah. And uh, the right and the wrong line was definitely there in yeah. the household. Um. But moreover, I think I'm finding out a right and wrong line now in my life uh, that I never knew was really there. Mm. Um, uh, and that is um, my walk with, with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Honestly, my, my God walk, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. For uh, lack of a cooler term, you know? I, don't I know. like that. Do you like that? I do. I kind of yeah. just made that up. No, I love it. Cool. I'll yeah. Like I'm going to keep it. But no, it. it uh, I'm gonna steal it. I want you to. <laughs> it's gonna go viral. Yeah, there you go. But that 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 line, uh, I never truly understood. <clears throat> it wasn't there. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. This is normal, right? I mean, um, my wife, honestly, was the sole reason why that true line and that that the truth behind right and wrong in in certain aspects was defined well she made it clear to me hey you got some issues you need to work on and here's (laughs) and here's why and Mm -hmm. um and then man hit you in the face like a ton of bricks yeah Yeah. how did okay so how long have you guys been married we've been married a little over a year and together Mm, five years okay okay a little over so when did you guys celebrate your anniversary oh i bombed that one too dude i didn't do it when, yeah. when was it? Um, seven eleven. Yeah, you. I missed the boat. Yeah. On that one. Yeah, I, I did. A, I got a lot of making up to do this year did on that she, one. Did she remember? She did. Uh, she told me, "Hey, uh, it, you know, what are we gonna do?" I'm just, I had a plan, <laughs> yeah. and then I procrastinated. <laughs> Huge flaw on my part. And <laughs> and then I got real nervous and then started scheduling it all out and getting it all together. And t- t- I had a, we had a, a special place we call, it's called Barron's Creekside, um, Creekside um, Bed and Breakfast. Okay. Fredericksburg. Okay. So we, I had planned a trip there. Yeah. Apparently you had to plan that out oh, like. Months in advance. Months in advance. Did you call like the night before or something? No, I, I called uh, a couple weeks before, okay. and they're like, "Oh no, sir, you, yeah, that was back months ago." And I was like, "Oh no, what am I gonna do?" And uh, honestly, I let anxiety get a hold of me, and I did nothing. <laughs> I Classic did. paralyzed. I I froze. <laughs> it was horrible. So when she hears this, she's gonna drive that knife a little deeper. <laughs> so wait, wait, wait. So you didn't like think, okay, you know what? Since I have you on the phone, can I plan it out and that'll be like my makeup? Like, hey, as long as I have you here, how far out can I get it? You're a smarter man than I. No, I I told you, classic freeze. <laughs> <laughs> what do I do? Oh no. <laughs> do you guys have anything available? No. Uh, <laughs> Out of all options. <laughs> this was it, man. Oh. oh man, that's funny. Makes me nervous thinking about it. Oh no. Yeah. So, well, yeah, I messed that one up. So, I told her this year <laughs> we would go to Mexico, but this year she's gonna be. Oh yeah, she's gonna be pregnant. Pregnant, yeah. When's she do? Well, we just found out. So uh, it would be September, um, October. Okay. September, okay. I think. September. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so she's gonna be like a couple months, months out, a couple months out from. Yeah. Kind of bad timing on that part. I don't know what to do now. I, I can't help you. I have no idea for you. That's listen. You're too far gone. I am. <laughs> I, I've 
falling off the rails yeah, way exactly. too far. <laughs> so, uh, thankfully, Lacey, so our anniversary is 11-24. So most of the time it falls right on Thanksgiving. And we both almost regularly forget because we're usually doing family stuff, That's doing, great. you know, our first Thanksgiving, we were, so right after our wedding, mm-hmm. we celebrated Thanksgiving in the car. We bought a rotisserie chicken some, at a, at a you know, like a H-E-B, yeah. our, our Which grocery are store. exceptionally good. They're fantastic, yeah. Mm-hmm. A rotisserie chicken, some like instant mashed potatoes. You know? Very nice. And like people were looking at us like, Oh, poor couple. And we're like, this is awesome. We're, you know, on our honeymoon. Um, not having to cook. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. So, um, but no, so our Thanksgiving, uh, Lacey's family, they're just, there's so many of them. They're just, they're crazy. And so our Thanksgiving is really bigger than Christmas. Wow. It's, it's like. I think it's wonderful. It's fun. Yeah. And so we, prior to moving down here, we would rent out multiple hotel rooms and there were the the suites with like two or three rooms in it and like two or three families would rent one room yeah. and then you would use oop, bring that back there um you would use <laughs> one room for like all the kids and then the other room was the kitchen like that's where all the cooking would get done great you'd bring the kids down to the pool you know super fun that is cool yeah um so i mean it was huge uh but but that's why we would forget it, it would just be kind of caught up in the, and then well, you'd like you'd like hurry up and throw a anniversary card at each other like oh sorry there you go. I like <laughs> to do the special little things throughout the year, maybe more importantly than the anniversaries. But uh, see, you're better than I am. Well, <laughs> I do. We don't yeah. even get to do that anymore. I mean, we just uh, you know kids consume you. Oh yeah. And they're just it, it's a lot. It's a lot. You know. We plan on celebrating our anniversary in 15 years. There you go. <laughs> Just take a year off. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's accumulated. One, one whole yeah. All the accumulated time that we, you kids, <laughs> you stole from us. Now we're gonna have fun. We do. We do. We'll tell. Oh my goodness. We'll tell our girls. We'll be like, listen. If you want us to have a happy marriage, you guys need to leave us alone, and we're gonna go on a date. Why? What's gonna happen? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. One of us is not going to be alive yeah. to find out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the hole when they stand below you. Hey, hey, hey. Can you see that we're talking here? Yeah, exactly. Give me five seconds. <laughs> oh, oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Nightly. But it's fun. It's what, oh, it's what I, as I say, it always, it's uh, what makes life worth living. It is. Sometimes. Even though uh, I think my hair is getting thinner and, yeah. <laughs> that gray is coming a lot quicker than you <laughs> it's thought. It's <laughs> coming in fast. Luckily, I'm blonde, so uh, oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so, you, so you've been, we started a guy's group, mm-hmm. a boy's group. Mm-hmm. Men's group. Boys night out. Boys night out. I'm trying to make it. I know. At okay. Applebee's, I get it. Oh, is it? Wait, what? <laughs> Men's night out at Applebee's. No. no. What is that? It's, it's a movie thing. Yeah. Oh. What movie? What was that? Oh, I don't know. Oh, okay. It's okay. Yeah. I uh no, it's, so you've been you've been coming to our men's group. So it started mm-hmm. out with um it very impromptu. I was actually doing like prayer with one guy and then James joined us. Yeah. Um like very randomly. He's like, Hey, I heard there was a guy's group. And it's me and one other guy. Yeah. Sure, <laughs> you I'm know. On that. Yeah, and then um, and then yeah, randomly, more guys started coming in. Um, what like, how has being a part of a community of guys, um, I guess encouraged you in mm-hmm. in in your God walk mm-hmm. and in your relationship with your wife, your kids, like the whole thing. What are yeah, yeah what do you find of value in that? Uh, and I'm not I'm not fishing for my part. I'm saying like no, yeah, you know. Well, I I think that that's uh, just what you said in the beginning. Talking to me as a as a person outside of the church, maybe uh, from an from a upbringing standpoint, um, I think it's that, uh, and that is, you know, I tell my wife this all the time. I, I tell her I I want to hang out with some of the people from church or mm-hmm. men's group, more specifically, a little more often because. Uh, 
you know, that when you have an awakening of certain aspects of your life that were normal um, or the standard, and when you acknowledge those things to be things that are not healthy, um, one, in your life, and two, in your relationship or relationships, um, it's it's been really um, important for me to connect with y'all guys mm. because I think it, you know, just a just a conversation, you know, the camaraderie between men I think is important, mm-hmm. and that camaraderie could be based upon uh, uh, job site talk or barroom talk, or it could mm-hmm. be based upon uh, speaking about values and, and God and things that are impacting your life and uh, your children and your wife and instead of uh, being dismissed in the job site or mm-hmm. barroom talk forum when you're amongst guys like we are and we talk about things I think that we build each other up and support one another um, and I think it's important yeah it's a maturity level in life too that you don't get uh, outside of the church, I think. Yeah, for sure. I know for for myself, I've been in different men's groups, and you know whether you're going <clears throat> through a book in the Bible or a, a book, and you know you discuss. I think one of the things that I always felt lacked in them it, it, two two maybe two sides of the coin. On one side, it's like we would all come together and go. Okay, where'd you mess up? Here's where I messed up. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's do better this week. Yeah. It was it was almost focused on our failures. Right. Which is never exciting. Like that's not Yeah. Man, I can't wait to tell get together with a bunch of guys and go over our failures. Yeah. Yeah. Beat me down session. Exactly. Yeah. Um and so that was one thing that I, I've never enjoyed. Yeah. The other side of that is also feeling like okay we're in a church we're in a bible study um i have thoughts or concerns or things but i feel like if i do ask or open up about those things rather than having a discussion or a conversation and and addressing my concern whatever it is you know question i've i've often got or or I wouldn't be the one to open up. Someone else would. And I see how they're they're shut down. And I'm like, thank you. <laughs> Took the bullet for me. Yeah. Right? But you, yeah. you recognize, you quickly Absolutely. you quickly learn, okay, these are the words I get I can say in this group. And these everything else is off limits. And I think that's one of the reasons for myself, if someone comes into our guys group and they're – they're like, oh, I'm struggling with pride. I'm like, nope. That is a learned word. That is a learned word to to not talk about. I get incredibly angry at my wife. Mm-hmm. I am looking at pornography. I just like w- cussed up and down at the job site at my coworker. Right? Like, yeah. well, I just struggle with pride. Nope. Cop out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And absolutely. I think that is one of the things. Um, that I've appreciated, and I've been very intentional, to the best of my ability, of cultivating in that guys group is, number one, you come in however you are. The language you use, don't change it here for us. Yeah. Use the same language. Absolutely. We'll get we'll, we'll get we'll work on there. We'll work on that, but yeah. that is not the point. And if someone comes in saying, oh, I can't say a swear word, well, then why would they feel vulnerable enough, um, uh, safe enough mm-hmm. to share, hey, here's the deeper issues that I'm struggling with? Um, and so I don't know. Like, I guess, what, no, are, your, what I, are your thoughts? Yeah, I think that's true. I think uh, the those deep um, real life, I call them real life. Because mm-hmm. unfortunately, I think there are more, a lot of these things we talk about, you know, um, unfortunately, alcohol and drugs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um uh, over sexualization of things, uh, mm-hmm. tying into pornography, mm-hmm. um, or even sex addiction in general. Sex adi- and, addiction yeah. in general, yeah. Uh, all these things, and these are kind of just things that I kind of 
would see firsthand because I've experienced some of that. Uh, if you can't come into a, a group and say that, what's the point? Like what are said, we doing here? What are we doing? That vulnerability is important. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I think uh, the men's group the w that we have going on is wonderful in that aspect. And it's not that uh, you know I want to come in and just blast it all out, but but I, I think I I think I you know gave my testimony at some point in time uh, in the class and and we had talked a bunch and mm -hmm. of course I talked a bunch with John uh, Jim and kind of getting those things out I think is important and everybody in that class comes from a different oh my kind of area oh, or yeah. background or yeah. personal experience. And I think it's important, like we talk so many times, is we are children, sons mm -hmm. of God, and we're vastly different, mm -hmm. and that's okay. Yeah. Because nine times out of ten, most of our problems, minus the, you know, exact descriptions. The, like details, it's, right? It's all the same. Right. Right. And these are struggles that we have to all learn well, to overcome. The one, the reason one person goes to alcohol is the same reason I might go to pornography. Or gambling. Or gambling. Yeah. Or, or control, mm -hmm. work, workaholic. The reasons, right, those feelings, those emotions are usually the same running in the background. Absolutely. It's the details that I think we get caught up in and is like, Oh well, oh, that guy struggles with alcohol. He can't speak into my life. Yeah, absolutely. You know, what I, mean? I mean, I I see that a bunch. I mean, I, I see guys that, uh, like you say, that they're they're uh, they're better than you. Yeah. I mean, you know, I do this and I walk this way. Okay, I may be involved in a Ponzi scheme and some other things. Struggling with pride. But I'm better than you, you know, because <laughs> right, right. you drink a little too much. Yeah. It's like, come on. Well, and it's like, it, even with, like, anger, and I would say to a limited extent, like, alcohol are almost accepted, so socially like, acceptable. Yeah, not that a, they're... Almost like a cultural thing. Yeah, not like they're, they're like, yeah, that's okay. But you start talking about, I have a sex addiction. Oh, man, who... Yeah. Oh man, we're really digging in this week. That's taboo. Wait, what? so his addiction to alcohol, your addiction to work, yeah, and abandoning your family to that, is better than my my addiction to pornography. Yeah. Really? Well, yeah. I mean, my... and you shut you shut down, right? You shut down. It's That's like, right. Okay. Then I'm done. I'm out. I'm, I'm out. Done. Yeah. If Cole started a guys group, mm -hmm. what would you see as the, like, hey, here are some rules that we have. And how would you encourage guys to to even even cultivate that in their own lives, wherever they might be? Getting, starting off with one bud, get a couple more, whatever. Like, what are, what would Cole's guys group some rules that you'd have. Well, I think a lot of it's like what you've done with the men's group that we have, and that is be open. Mm. I think I think walking into a men's group and 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 each and every person saying, "Okay, I want to hear your story," mm. and I want the rest of the guys to hear it too, and be wide open. Mm. I, I think so many times we go into church or gatherings where there's other people, and, and you know, you don't know their story. And let's be honest, especially with social media today, there's a facade. Yeah, no. So you, man, I'm struggling with stuff over mm -hmm. here. You know, I'm really struggling. But they got it figured out. Mm -hmm. Or I'm, I'm only going to put on, hey, I used to be addicted to pornography, yeah. and now I'm not anymore. But you still may be struggling. But in a guy's group, I'm like, hey. Yeah. Stuff came up this week. My wife got, we got angry. You know, we got yeah. upset at each other. I was really tempted to go. All right. But online, all you see is struggled free. Yeah. It's in that day-to-day -day I think it's important to keep that going, too. Like you said, you're exactly right. What are you struggling with right now? Mm -hmm. I'm struggling with this every day. I'm winning. Yes, exactly. I'm winning. Yeah. Uh, 
but it's not something that's not foreign to me. I mean, I've been exposed to these things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a it's something that uh, may pop into the mind every once in a yeah. while, or that you have to overcome, you have to fight. Um, yeah, our texting. Oh yeah, super supportive. You know. Yeah. Hey, I got this going on. Whatever. A lot of times, I, I actually don't write on that a lot. Um, I actually read those a lot, and then kind of go into my own self prayer mm-hmm. uh, or, or by myself prayer. Um, that helps me a lot too. Don't worry, we've noticed you not participating. Yeah, That's cool. I know. Yeah, I whatever. Bad about it now that I say it out loud. <laughs> The guilt is all the, real. All the guys who are listening to this, like, <laughs> all right, Cole's going down. <laughs> Start keeping the tally. Exactly. Yeah, but okay, uh, I've prayed no, for it, him three it, times. He's never prayed for me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I think if I was to do like a, your question was, if I was to do that group, I think I would honestly. I think you're doing a great job with it. It would be open. What is your story? Mm-hmm. And then. Um, the men in, in that class being involved, do they care? Well, okay, so go yeah. back back to your, I mean, we, I was joking about you not not texting in a, in a prayer, yeah. but it's it's also the assuming the best, right? Yeah. It, it's, I'm going to throw out this prayer request, and it's, a, I mean, our group tests are pretty vulnerable in terms of, yeah, absolutely. it's not just like, I'm struggling today. Yeah. Number one, depth. number one, we know each other got each other's issues. Mm-hmm. Um. But then also assuming the best. It, it's like if another guy doesn't chime in, there's like four other ones who will. Yeah. And it's not that that guy's, oh, he's only he's only in a whatever for what he can get. It's going, no, all of us are busy throughout the week. Right. Whoever happens to text in and say, hey, pray in, or texts out the prayer, we're always going to come back on Wednesday, check in. Hey, how's everyone doing? And I think that's that's the thing, though, is... Also, how many groups, how many groups, I know, I know for me, I've, I've been involved in where, where it's like a guilt. It's like a, oh, I didn't, I didn't, cool. You didn't uh, text in? Yeah. Yeah, it, it's almost like uh, posturing, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're, 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 uh, um, you're kind of, I did this, what did you do? Right. You know? Right. Exactly. Um, and I think, I think that's, uh, I think that's what we don't have. I think we have that vulnerability there. Like a lot of times, when those texts come through, as an example, I think a lot. I think each and every one of us, we're fully aware of those texts, and I think yeah. a lot of us uh, pray at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Just do that. That. That's what I do. Yeah. 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 Yep. Um, no, I remember one. One of the guys texted in. Like boom! Right away, two, three other guys mm-hmm. went and prayed for him, and. Um, it was unfortunately something where it, you know those times where you can you only have like a second to look and you see your phone go off and then yeah and it was one of those and I was like man I usually usually I'm like one of the ones that yeah. text in a prayer you do yeah and I I got to think I'm like right the pressure like oh no yeah. I'm the leader how are if I'm not texting in how's that gonna look and and eventually when I got to it I think that's what I appreciated the most is. Yes, I, I'm whatever. Me, I'm the leader. Jim's the leader. Uh, you know, Joe's been stepping up. I think, but it, it's not that. It's man. There's so many guys in that group. Oh yeah. It's almost like oh, okay. <laughs> well, it's a, it, it's a small family, essentially. Yeah. And yeah. You're supposed to take care of one another. That's what we're there for. <clears throat> we're not being vulnerable, throwing things out there, and then yeah, all right, we're done. Yeah. Um, we're not getting things just off our chest. If we want to do that, we can speak into the mirror. Yeah. We're looking for support. We're looking for... Go to your cry closet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I think it's good. I think that I wouldn't really change too many more things. I, I really like the what we have going there. Well, and one of the other yeah. things is... Um, okay, so, yes. You, you have a few guys who are the leaders. You know, they, they're the ones... All right, if you're if you need bumpers... For bowling, mm-hmm. they're the ones that are going to kind of put in the bumpers. But what I genuinely love is the <clears throat> the openness. It's not a free-for-all as in everyone's giving advice, but it's also, uh, how, would you, how would you word it, a unintentional, like our guys, I feel like are, there's an intentionality of, 
we open it up for uh, Cole. You seem to be succeeding in this X X area, whatever it is. How did you do it? And it's not a. <clears throat> it's one of the things I like. I, like I said, I appreciate about it is similar with the texting. It's not like, all right, let's look to Nate for the answer. Yeah, right. Um, no, I'll always have an answer. Of course. And it's always the right one. <laughs> well, that goes without saying. <laughs> if I have an answer, Cole, it's going to be right. Yeah, of course. You, <laughs> you repeated yourself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it, no, there's been a few times where it, I think we all do this. Where when someone asks a question, you immediately, yeah, ah, here's what I would say. Um, there's been a number of times where well, my brain will do that because I think through my own life and, okay, what's worked or whatever. Mm -hmm. and, and there's been a number of times you've said it or someone else has spoken up and I'm like, anything I say is going to either be less than. Or just a repeat of that. Right. You know what I mean? And right. I think that's what I've appreciated is all the guys in there know where we're heading. Right. Right? It's, it's our God walk. It's We're walking after him. Yeah. So the answers we give are not going to be the pithy, you know, just go pray about it. Yeah. We might answer that, but it's going to, in the context, we know exactly what we're saying, right? Um, or it's not going to be, oh, my goodness. So what, <laughs> one... One of my friends went to a guy's group, <clears throat> and he was talking about struggling with pornography. And the leader goes, "Well, have you have you uh, gone out into the woods and just punched a tree? I think that that's what you need to do. Just get that energy out." And I'm like, "I, I wasn't in the guy's group. If I was, <laughs> it's not stupid." Pithy yeah. answers. That, like honestly, all the guys that I've I, like in our group. I, I like it's just the things that come out of our mouths. I'm like, that was fantastic, or or whoever it is. Well, I think we're growing together, right? Yeah. I mean, I know specifically I'm growing, so I, I know me better than anybody else. Mm -hmm. And like, <clears throat> remember in the beginning you asked me, Cole, will you pray us out? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My response was, oh, I don't know, I don't know how to do that. I'm not as good as you. <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah, anyways, keep going. You're also an idiot. Can yeah. you now pray us yeah, out? Yeah, exactly. That was a dumb response. But, and, and I was like... You say stupid things, you get stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, well, here I go. Yeah. And and I think now, even with that being said, my, my personal prayers or... And I'm not even going to say good. Like, sounding good. What is, what's a good prayer? Well, that's what what's I'm saying. What's a good prayer? I think there's a stigma. I think there's a stigma that people are, you know, you hear a guy go out there and give a great prayer, and you're like, wow, that was really good. That was profound. I think what's really important, what's profound, is when it's genuine. Yes. It's not rehearsed. So, I guess my point is, the more I've been praying, or in openly in class, <coughs> uh, or a men's group, or more praying to myself... Mm -hmm. Uh, my prayers are good. That's awesome. What's a good one is I use this a lot, and I know you probably heard me say it like ten times. What? But I like that word "good" now. Mm. It's like my go-to word mm -hmm. because it reminds me of like Genesis. Yeah. God yeah. made earth, and it was good. Yeah. No, well, actually, I think it broke down more like night and day. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. The point is. <laughs> You don't need to use some fancy word for it. Mm -hmm. It was good. Yeah. And so I, I think, like, my prayers, because of the men's class and because of my God walk, um, <clears throat> those are, those prayers are becoming good. Yeah. They are. They're heartfelt. They're genuine. They're to a point. They have purpose, and they're him speaking through me. Yeah. It's not me trying to calculate my <clears throat> words out. Well, and it's like some of the, I think even some of the best prayers we've had, both in our in our uh, small group and then in, in our men's class is kind of like the, I call them the start-stop prayers, mm -hmm. where it's like, we'll start praying and something happens, a joke comes out, someone yeah. misspeaks, and we just take a second to laugh. Yeah. We don't cover it up. We don't like... Stop doing that. Oh. Oh, but it, honestly, like I think about this with with our relationships with friends. Someone says something stupid. You're going to laugh at it. Mm -hmm. You're going to, you know, unless you take yourself too seriously, yeah. but you're going to laugh. You're going to 
pause the conversation. They open the door. To be like, <laughs> that was fantastic. Yeah. Why, why would that be any different with God? If yeah. we're praying, if we're having a, a, a time with him, something stupid happens. Whatever it is. Yeah. Rip, someone rips a fart. Yeah. You're going to take a second. That's right. You can't tell me Jesus with 12 other men. It had to have been stinky. Dude. Days. Right? But yeah. that, I think that's, and in, in it's, it's not to, it's not to, I'm not advocating for frivolous, um, what's the right word where, irreverence. Irreverence. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not advocating for that. I'm just saying, like you said, the the real. Keep it, it real. real. And there there are times, and I you brought this up in um, I loved it in our guys group. You said there's times where it's going to be like a sacred moment with God, where you're very serious. You're going to approach mm-hmm. Him differently. Yeah, yeah. Right. It, right. It's <clears throat> He is King. He is sovereign. Things in my life, I I'm going to approach Him that way because of the serious nature of what I'm. Re- what I'm coming with, right? But if that's our relationship, if that was if that was your son's relationship with you, yeah. Oh, thus, yeah. thou thou father, have a, a moment. Yeah. Do, well, it was like the the teaching uh, Sunday. Yeah. Uh, are you gonna be? Jesus wants to be a friend. Yeah. With you. And uh, genuine, heartfelt prayers to him are important. And, and you brought this up, and I actually kind of had to go kind of take my words back a little bit because it is important throughout the day to have that friend-like communication with mm. him. And Lord, I'm really struggling with this, you know, mm-hmm. and it's just a conversation. I, I remember I asked Jim one time, I said, hey, how should I, you know, go about this? He's like, well, what do you do when you drive? I said, Oh, I don't know. Some music, some podcasts here and there. Um, documentaries. He said, well, do you pray during that time? I'm like, well, sometimes, yeah. I mean, I do. He goes, just talk to him. Yeah. I'm like, well, you know, I'm driving the prayer. He's like, well, you're not going to close, you know, you're not going to close, <laughs> close your eyes, start praying your eyes when you're driving. <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel because I'm <laughs> yeah, praying. Exactly. But, you know, have those conversations <laughs> with him, you know? Yeah. Lord, I'm struggling <laughs> with this. What is going on? You yeah. know? Yeah. Um, and that's you talking to him like a friend, I think. Yeah. And think about how you talk to your wife when you're driving. Yeah. Do you... And I'm always driving. Sure. So do you... I'm do you... driver. You know. Oh. She's better at directions. I'm better at driving. Lacey's way better at directions. Yeah. Terrible. It's it's in their DNA. Yeah. It's a fact. But I'll... I'll Jesus, take the, I'll take the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take the wheel. <laughs> It's it's fun. I yeah. so I hate that song. Like I, I do because it's like no God gave us a brain and two hands and exactly. two eyes for a reason. So cliche. Let's yeah. Let's focus on the road. All right. <laughs> don't blame your don't blame your accident. Your stupidity on Jesus. Okay. That's right. Um. <laughs> That's funny. Well, I'm gonna put the caboose on this train. Um, dude, Cole, thank you so much for coming in and and thank chatting you. and really appreciate uh uh. Man, like I said, your your perspective coming in on on some of the things I I know I maybe take for granted in in recognizing um, uh, I, I I think <laughs> this is gonna sound really really bad hanging out with people like you <laughs> that sounds horrible no I get it no like but our guys group it it keeps me from taking my relationship with God too seriously if that makes sense well and I, like I said. I think vice versa. It's hanging out with people that are not like I grew up or not yeah. what I was subjected to in my younger years or or even in my teenage mm-hmm. years as my friends, you know. Um, uh, I think it's important to seek what you want in life and take a hold of it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it, I'm trying to do that now. But it's good. It takes a... It, um. Our ability to mature doesn't happen by accident, and I think it's it's what you're saying. Um, okay, there are things I know I need in my life. I need men in my life to speak into my life, who I can be vulnerable with, who can be vulnerable with me. Yeah. Um, that way, it's not just a 
I get from it, right? Mm-hmm. To be able to yeah. give out as well. <clears throat> but it, that's intentionality. Like that guy's group, I say it didn't happen. It, it happened by accident, but there was intentionality along the way. Yeah. Okay, I'm seeing more guys show up. You know what? Rule number one, if you have a problem with swearing, you're not going to enjoy the group. Because if right. you have a problem with swearing, the, the vast majority of everything else we talk about, you're going to yeah. have an issue with. Yeah. Um, but it's 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 that. It is it is I need we all need this and it's intentionality. Yeah. I have to set my alarm, make sure I'm there, make sure I'm texting, mm-hmm. make sure it's all of these little insignificant as a, as as alone but together there's things i want to cultivate in my life and it requires me to think it requires me to yep well and it's yeah. and it's going every week yeah obviously life some things in life cause us sometimes to miss here and there like holidays holidays but the truth is <laughs> you have to going there every week is something that i look forward to yeah yeah. You know, it's something that like, oh, well, I got Wednesday men's class. Mm-hmm. Catch y'all later. No, it's something that I'm like, today's mo- Monday, Tuesday. And I'm, I'm those days I'm like, all right. Yeah. Wednesday's yep. coming up. It yep. didn't come any faster. Yep. So those are important things. And it's a great, great, like in the middle of the week. And even, you know, <clears throat> most churches have things going on Wednesday, which is why we happen to meet. Yeah. Child care is provided. But it's, <clears throat> it honestly, man, it would, in, Whenever that is, whenever, you know, recommending it to whoever's listening or watching, just pick a night and hang out with a guy. Yeah. Right? And have intentionality with that. It's not like an accident thing. It's, hey, we're all going to be moving towards Jesus. Yeah. It's going to be messy. Absolutely. <laughs> um, what, uh, yeah, do you, okay, speaking of prayer, do you mind praying us out? Yeah, absolutely. And praying for, um, you know, specifically... That God would, because I, dude, I, from people I talk to, um, <clears throat> to the people that I talk to, who they talk to, this guy's thing, man, is a re- like it is a wreck. It is a thing that people struggle with. And can you ask that God would just meet people and give them the intentionality? The all right, I need to, I need to man up and and do something different because my life right now is not working out. Um, but just pray, pray for that, pray into that. And I really appreciate it. Yeah, no worries. Lord, we pray that, uh, you bring men closer together to walk in, in your light, Lord, bring us together to speak of these things that we all need. We all seek, we all yearn more and more to be closer with you, Lord, to do the things that would Make us more God-like. Integrity, values, mm. morals. Lord, give us those on a daily basis. Speak mm. to us when we have our struggles. And bring men closer together, Lord, so we can assist and help each other in this real-life struggle that we live. Lord, we love you. We pray. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Thank you so much. Really Thank appreciate you. it. Thanks for coming. This is great. This is fun. This is great. Yeah. Thank you. I know. We should it do is. it again. <laughs> we should do it again. Uh, no, there's like, the, it was funny. I didn't even get to half of what I was well, thinking of. Well, there you go. About. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, thank you so much. All right. Thank you. All right. Yep. Goodbye.